This is episode number 244, and today I'll explain why you don't want to know the future. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned Bible teacher. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of practical Christian training. If you were able to look into your future and know what your life was going to be like, would you do it? I know that I would definitely be interested. You know, I could see mistakes that I made and avoid them. I could see decisions and choose wisely and just in general try to live my life free of poor choices. That's honestly, that's my first reaction is, yeah, because if I can see some mistakes ahead of time and not do those things, that would be better, right? So what's really interesting about this question is there's actually a person in the Bible who knew what the future held and it backfired on him big time, all right? And I'm actually talking about Abram. You see, in, in Genesis chapter 12, God tells Abram that he will make him into a great nation, right? In spite of the fact that Sarai, his wife, who later became Sarah, could not bear children. We're all, for the most part, very familiar with this story. Abraham is a big deal. And so, yeah, God calls Abram to leave his home and to head for the land of Canaan. And so Abram obeys. Now, in the next couple chapters, some things happen that really test Abram's perseverance and his trust. Things like famine, running out of food, kind of a big deal. Uh, Your entire family being captured in war and having to go out and get them back. You know, the whole story of Lot. So yeah, also a big deal. But in chapter 15, we see a different side of Abram. We don't see the faithful, resolute, trusting Abram. We see the frustrated Abram. And this is what it says in chapter 15, verse 1. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abram said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate is Eleazar of Damascus. So, you know, hearing some sass here. Eliezer of Damascus, that would be Abraham's servant, um, so someone who's not a part of his bloodline, who is a part of his household. And then God doesn't answer Abram. He doesn't give him an answer right away. And so Abram says, you have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Kind of, you know, getting a little touchy here, Abram. Um, you you notice this break in two, to make verse 2 and 3, two different conversations, a lot more clear in the Hebrew. I'm not an expert in Hebrew, but experts in Hebrew (laughs) have taught me that. Uh, And so what you see is Abram coming back and saying, all right, God, I'm still frustrated and you haven't given me an answer. So then in verse 4, it says, then the word of the Lord came to him. This man, that's Eliezer of Damascus, will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your heir. He took him outside and said, look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. Abram believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. So God decides to tell Abram a little more of his plan. He recognizes Abram's frustration and goes ahead and, and reassures Abram that his heir will be a son from his own flesh and blood. 
here's where the story turns. Abram and Sarai get impatient. Have you ever been there? You know, seeing the Christmas presents under the tree, hoping to maybe get a peek at what, what you have in store. Well, they get a little impatient. And then if you actually skip down to chapter 16, verse 1, we pick it up here. It says, Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children, but she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So she said to Abram, The Lord has kept me from having children. Go sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abram agreed to what Sarai said. So after Abram had been living in Canaan 10 years, Sarai, his wife, took her Egyptian slave Hagar and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar and she conceived. All right. So God tells Abram, your child, your son will be your heir. Period of time goes by. Abram and Sarai say, well, I'm not having children. So maybe what God really wants you to do is have a child through my slave. So they pulled the trigger. They jumped the gun, so to speak. And the son that was born to Hagar, Ishmael, became the father of the Ishmaelites, who were a nation right along the Edomites and the Moabites that really became a thorn in the side of God's people. So not only did it backfire, but it ended up affecting Abram's family for generations to come. And that only happened because Abram jumped the gun and didn't trust God completely to follow through on what he said he was going to do. So to wrap up, if this story can teach us anything, I hope it's that we should be grateful that we aren't burdened by the knowledge of what the future holds, right? We can't screw it up, but we can trust and a loving God to lead us and guide us into whatever he has in store for each of us. That's it for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to leave a review in Apple Podcasts and join the podcast Facebook group to connect with the rest of the listening squad. Special thanks to all my patrons who help keep this podcast advertisement free. And if this podcast has made an impact in your life, please pass it along to a friend. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.